Welcome to the Perimenopausal Mamas podcast for hormonal mamas who want to reclaim their own natural state of health to thrive and raise healthy kids. I'm Dr. Lisa Weeks, naturopathic doctor in Toronto, Canada, and I'm a perimenopausal mama to my little boy named Stuart. And I'm Dr. Tony Reed, naturopathic doctor, birth doula, and hypnobirthing educator in Calgary, Canada, and I'm a perimenopausal mama to my little girl, Frankie. Thanks for supporting us for the past 100 episodes. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also support us by visiting our Patreon page, where you can find out how you can join us for our monthly patron webinar, where we do a deeper dive discussion about all things perimenopause. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not meant to substitute professional medical advice. Always consult with your licensed healthcare provider. Hello, welcome everyone back to the Perimenopausal Mamas podcast. Today, this is Dr. Tony, and I'm here without Dr. Lisa by myself to touch on a little bit more about the mind-body connection that Dr. Lisa and I had previously talked about. We'll link to uh, our episode where we were talking a little bit about what could be under the surface that uh, can impact your health. And so what I wanted to talk about today before I continue that conversation with Dr. Lisa is to share with you a little bit about hypnosis and hypnotherapy. Uh, There's a lot of misconceptions out there and there's a lot of myths. I mean, I will even, goodness, I think I was even watching uh, My Little Pony with Frankie the other day and, you know, the ponies were being hypnotized to, you know, and we're under this mind control. That's, it's used a lot, this kind of misconception about what, hypnosis is all about and 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 again this idea of people being afraid of hypnosis in in terms of mind control or that kind of thing what now especially because of my uh my experience using hypnosis and hypnobirthing you know i think it's important to really um dispel these misconceptions because Using something like hypnosis or hypnotherapy can have an amazing impact on our health. I and mean, I even shared actually previously about really my my awareness that really possibly practicing and teaching hypnobirthing even helped with my perimenopausal menopausal symptoms of hot flashes. In fact, there's actually even been research. There's been a number on a few studies done on using clinical hypnosis for managing a number of different issues that women can experience that you may be experiencing in perimenopause, uh, such as hot flashes, uh, IBS, pain management. There's been studies on using hypnosis with weight loss, especially in combination with cognitive behavior therapy, smoking, a number of other habits and behaviors. Now, of course, as always, more research would be great. 
uh, to really confirm there's still a lot that we don't know about how our mind works. However, we do know that for every thought or emotion we have, there is a corresponding chemical or physiological response within our bodies. I mean, we, we've talked about this before, where, you know, fear, um, anger, worry, concern, a, a feeling of not being safe can trigger your sympathetic nervous system response. That's, again, it's not that that stress response is always a bad thing. We need it. We need that stress response. We need it for our survival. We need it to perform. You know, that kick of adrenaline and cortisol, it's not always a bad thing. We need it. We need a certain amount of cortisol to live. We have a daily circadian rhythm of cortisol. We needed to get up and get out of bed uh, first thing in the day. We need that adrenaline or cortisol to respond in situations that we need to respond to. Like if someone's cutting you off in traffic, you need to be able to slam on the brake. This That's important. Now, however, you may have that rush of adrenaline or cortisol throughout the day. That's not necessarily a great thing. Our body is not designed to be in that stress mode for most of the day. We need ways that we can get out of that stress mode, get out of that sympathetic fight or flight response, flight or fright, freeze, fawn response, get into our parasympathetic rest, digest, repair, healing mode. That's where we're designed to stay most of the day. It would be great not to be able to be, you know, bopped out of that parasympathetic mode and into fight or flight as much as we may be, you may be. And so that's where really being able to manage our stress response is key. And that's where it's not you know, you can do conscious things, you can think about it, you can, you know, have strategies. And that's where if you're not tapping in to your automatic responses to your unconscious mind, you are missing a big piece of that. Now, of course, rela- any kind of relaxation is supportive of our body. And that's exactly what hypnosis is. is is uh, a means of inducing a level of consciousness that's characterized by a deep relaxation and suggestibility. So it really is about bypassing the conscious critical mind, our analytical mind that's always processing, always thinking, always analyzing to access, you know, our non-reasoning suggestible unconscious or some people call it subconscious mind. The purpose of it is, you know, to be beneficial, to assist you. You know, there's different aspects with, you know, guided imagery, visualization. It is about bringing about a desired change in, you know, behavior, in your thoughts, in your physical well-being as well. You know, again, we know that our body will respond to our thoughts, or that can change our physiology. 
and it even can change our behavior and our automatic habits. Um, you know, that just kind of, you know, we're that run in the background that we're programmed to. Now, here's the thing. Really, a hypnotic state, some people, again, you can use the word trance. There can be different levels of trance. And a hypnotic state is a natural, normal state that you can experience on a regular basis. You may be experiencing it daily. It's the same state that you're in when you're daydreaming, when you're reading a book, when you're letting your imagination go, when you're watching a movie, or even, you know, driving, if there's any, you know, highway hypnosis, where you just are lulled a bit. That's definitely happened to me. Now, the misconception around hypnosis is that hypnosis gets you into this eerie trance-like state where you're um, not conscious, where you're asleep, where you're submissive to another person's will or prone to reveal confidential information. And this is actually something where when when I teach it and every time I think about this kind of idea, I always think about the first time I saw hypnosis. It was one of those entertainment hypnotist shows. And uh, and so, you know, I, I remember what happened. You know, they asked for volunteers. People put up their hand. They got up on stage. The hypnotist did something. They, you know, kind of were really relaxed and they started doing wacky things like, you know, barking like a dog and quacking like a chicken and doing funny dances. And it's like, whoa, okay. You know, it was, if you've ever seen one of those shows, I mean, they're entertaining. And again, it's quite powerful. And sometimes even then the hypnotist will go and find someone in the audience who didn't put up their hand, who is playing along with the people up on the stage. Here's the thing, because when it comes to being hypnotized, a person is completely consenting, totally, fully in control. The people who put up their hands when they're in, you know, when they go to those shows are not your introverted wallflowers. They are the extroverted people, the people who would, you know, happily get up on a table to dance at a bar or a party even if there's not even alcohol involved, those are your extroverted people, your party people, your people who like to be the center of attention. And again, it is about also the fact that with with hypnotism and hypnosis that you cannot, you know, force someone to go against their values or what they would normally do. Uh, it does follow along with what they would normally feel comfortable doing because with with hypnosis, it is about, again, being totally conscious, fully in control, aware of your surroundings and being comfortably relaxed. Because here's the key thing. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So whether it is 
you know, listening to a hypnotist at a show, whether it is listening to a hypnosis track, or if you're in a class like my self-hypnosis classes that are coming up, my hypnobirthing classes, I guide people and anyone listening is doing the hypnosis themselves. You, You are being guided, but you are in control of it. What it is really doing is it's slowing down your brain waves from, you know, your beta brain waves, which are your normal waking state, down to more alpha brain waves that are related more to light sleep. And even, you know, deeper relaxation, like the theta brain waves, you're not going to get though down to like the delta brain waves, which are related to your slow wave sleep, you that deep dreamless sleep where you have a complete loss of body awareness. That's not typically what happens. It, and it, it's interesting, you know, like I mentioned, there's, there's been uh, a number of research studies um, there's been a number of case studies of hypnosis being used in surgery, uh, being used for really intense pain control. So there are, especially with someone who is highly trained, some real profound, powerful impacts that can happen with hypnosis. Um, in fact, I just want to even share with you one of the studies on hypnosis in menopause, where they really they look to improve sleep and reduce hot flashes with hypnosis. 45-minute session followed by a daily listening of a hypnosis track with the theory that, you know, hot flashes may be result of uh, a decrease in that parasympathetic nervous system tone. And so there is a suggestion that, um, you know, a possible mechanism of action for clinical hypnosis could be that the regular practice of clinical hypnosis improves that parasympathetic nervous system activity and tone and can result in reduced hot flashes. Because they found that with a number of a group of women where they compared it against a control, they had a higher reduction in scores of hot flashes. There was a reduction in physiologically monitored hot flashes, as well as a improvement in quality of sleep after 12 weeks. And so much so that, again, this hypnosis even decreased hot flashes uh, relative to certain other medications that have been studied for hot flashes, uh, particularly SSRIs. So there is some, some real scientific basis for using hypnosis in terms of symptoms around menopause, like hot flashes, even increasing relaxation, supporting focus, supporting sleep. Those are all things that 
can be nice things to have, right? So that's where, again, I wanted to share that info with you. And I'm sure, again, we'll be talking more about, um, again, the mind-body connection with our health, the emotional connection, as well as, you know, physically, what is going on with the hormone fluctuations around perimenopause and menopause. And to, again, share with you more information, especially more research studies as they come up, because this is, again, uh, important for us to know and important for us to recognize that there are things that we can do, simple and easy, and sometimes not so simple and easy, that can impact how you feel especially as you may be going into a more stressful or in the middle of a more stressful time of year as we wrap up the year. So now I'll switch gears for a bit. I uh, will share with you my super mom moment for the week. I recently did a cull of my books. I went through all of my books in my bookshelf, picked out books to give away, Took some to a secondhand bookstore, took some to with Frankie to the our free little libraries in our neighborhood. Now, and it felt great to be able to like again make some space in the bookshelf, even to get a credit at the at the secondhand bookstore. Awesome, right? Maybe a little mama mess up that sure we went to the secondhand bookstore and got a credit and really quickly used up that credit, even spent a little bit more money at the bookstore or more books. Oh, well. And again, got a great book for Frankie that she we read every night. So again, maybe more of a, a super mom moment than a mama mess up. That mama mess up may be just really small, but again, that super mom moment goes a long way. I'll keep using it. I also, my mama must have for this week, I am back to daily elixirs with tea. I've talked about elixirs before. I just, I use really almost any kind of tea that I have. I've been using a a white tea with lavender that I got as a gift. So I mix that with coconut butter, local honey. I put in some powdered medicinal mushrooms like reishi and lion's mane, plus some maca um really yummy delicious and supportive of health in so many ways especially immune health as we're smack dab in that season uh what else is happening i wanted to also share with you that you can join me online uh next year i will be doing a number of different self-hypnosis classes to support your health and hormones in 2024. So you can go to the show notes. There will be uh, a link there and also a code for a special deal on those uh, special online classes. So thanks again for listening and joining us. Again, you can check out our show notes wherever you listen to this podcast, as well as at our website, perimenopausalmamas.com. Email us, connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review and a five-star rating if you enjoy this episode. 
or even any of the episodes that you've listened to, that really does help other perimenopausal mamas be able to find us. It it's, uh, does a, a really great things for the visibility of our podcast. You can also support us by visiting our Patreon page. And of course, you can share and tell your perimenopausal mama friends about us too. So stay safe and healthy, everyone. Have a great day. Bye.